Five o'clock in the Southland. Yeah. 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 The great Augie Rios. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. Yeah. Ole. 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 Santa Claus. Mamacita. Whatever happened, to, whatever happened to Augie Rios when he was a boy singing this song 50 years ago? He oh, you don't like know what happened six, to him? I think. It's kind of an interesting story what happened to Augie Rios. Cappy, I don't believe that you have any knowledge of what happened to Augie Rios. Well, I was going to tell you to Google it. Yeah, thank you. <sighs> Five o'clock in the Southland on a live image Tuesday, Shinano and Cappy. Beto sitting in for Shinano. Cappy, if you heard the end of the last segment, is undefeated. Just is hilarious. But also, it is time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. The birthday boy, Woo! Producer Fudges. Take it away. Thank you, Christopher. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing but respect for you for not for you. not taking your day off, your birthday oh, off. Oh, People who take birthdays off. What's up with you people? Uh, no, work. Work, like you? damn it. Work. Birthday month. Cappy, didn't you take your birthday off? <laughs> well, that's only because it fell during President's Day. I didn't really take it off. <laughs> mm. What's wrong with At you? At least people? it was a holiday. Come on. I just want to have some sad news, uh, w- oh, which no. you need to know. Uh, legendary DJ Jim Ladd passed away oh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. Oh, that's and right. Chris brought that up yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Ladd. He- just let him get through it. You didn't have to say that, Cappy. <laughs> Chris, what made you the end-all, be-all of what I'm supposed to do and say? Be quiet. Go ahead. But why make the guy feel bad? Who's feeling bad? Poor Funches. Let him get through his story. That's, that's cool. all right. Go ahead, Funchy. You better be faking that anchor or we're going to have a problem. Oh, you and me are going to have a problem, and it's going to end with me mounting you yet again. (laughs) (laughs) Beto, don't spit your coffee. Beto, I like mounting him. (laughs) Cut that up. (laughs) All right, guys, if you don't know about the history of our station, we used to be next to KLOS in the same building uh, on La Cienega. Right next to C's Candy. So we used to see this guy, Jim Ladd, walking in the hallways, going to the bathroom and stuff like that. So... Yeah, it's, yeah, he uh, was cool, man. Coolest Jim, dude ever. Died at seventy five, and uh, I was bored up also with Funch at that time. So if you work late night, I think he came on like at yeah, ten or yeah, something, 10, like that. something like nine to midnight or something. Like yeah, that. we're the only ones in there running on uh, before automation, and you would see him. You just see this dude with long hair, smooth and black, with sunglasses on. Sunglasses you know, on at nighttime. Yeah, and going to the hallway to get coffee because it was by the microwave. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he would just his deep voice, "Hello," we're like all right, like, who's this guy? But then you would hear from the distance. Like the doors and the Grateful Dead jamming or CCR. Yeah, I'm like, who's over there? Then I'm like, wait, oh wait. Then I found out that was Jim Ladd. And then he's like, what do you do here? And I'm like, oh, I work at the sports. You like music? First time I ever met him. Like music? Yeah. Get some classic rock in your life. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I did. I started listening to like uh, Skinner and CCR. Like he was, he was real cool. He was That's just awesome. a, he he was just a guy that had a present where he walked around like just. Cool, and he had, he was actually on Sirius recently. Yeah, he was on so Sirius was for cool. years, and he'll play some uh, deep tracks. Deep tracks, that was yeah, that's what it was. yeah, yeah. Really, he was Tom Petty. Wow, yeah. how old how old the guy was he? Seventy five. Seventy five. Had a heart attack. Man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, good dude, man. There's some people you run into radio where it's just characters. Yeah. Good and bad. He was just smooth and cool, man. Yeah, he didn't interview guys like the Doors. Yeah, they like would Zeppelin. come to studio and yeah. just hang out yeah. with them. Yeah. He lived in the Hollywood Hills, all that good stuff, man. Boy, back in the old days when a disc jockey like yeah. really mattered, you know what I mean? Like when the artists were like, hey, we need to go on with that guy or yep. that girl, yep. and they help us push our records or mm-hmm. they'll play our records more if we're there and we, you know, we show them some love and we cut some promos and stuff. Yeah, like in uh, American Graffiti, right? Wolfman yes. Jack. Yes. I mean, that's Art LeBeau for the Latino community here Absolutely. in Southern California. You're, you call him and he still gets the dedications. Even the arts past, you know, like the certain DJs when you grow up, you just like, oh man, that's that's so and so. Times have changed now. Yeah, Chris, you have uh, a lot to do with this guy with your dad, or or is no, you just sad yesterday? No, my father knew him very briefly, but I also worked at thirty three twenty one La Cienica. Yeah, around the time ESPN Wack Danny eleven ten had launched, yeah. and when Funchy and Beto were over there, and I was on the KBC side. And uh, he would come on with, we, there was a show, Mr. KBC. Yeah, I remember that I him. Off, And once in a while, Jim would come on over and they would, they would, they would, you know, chop it up a little bit. So Jim was, again, everything they said. Smooth. When he walked in the studio, there was a presence, always nice, yeah. and a legend. I mean, when it comes to rock, classic rock radio, and before that, rock radio at KMET here, which used to be 94.7 before the wave. Yeah. Way back when, uh, Jim, one of those guys that big changed, changed radio, changed a lot of people's lives, and, uh, like like Beto said, disc jockeys like that. And of course, my father was part of that. Mucho, that's right, man. It just doesn't exist, DJs like that no. anymore. And that's mm-hmm. really what has opened up the door, to be completely honest, to bring it full circle. What we do here, 
when yeah, we talk sports, but we're doing personality radio. Mm-hmm. And I know some people say they don't like it, but they listen every day. Yeah. We're personal. What up, Laker talk? Disc, jo- <laughs> Disc jockeys used to be personalities. They didn't just you Dude. know, read liner cards and were automated voice track from a different city. They were actually bigger than life. Tell me like Theo at three o'clock oh, on the beat. Of course. And he'd have that long oh. intro, right? Theo Absolutely. in LA. And then you see him on MTV. You're like, deep that's voice? Theo? That deep yeah. voice? Like, oh, what? Theo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was, that's what it used to be for many, many decades. Yeah. And a lot of different reasons, <laughs> Wall Street, that has caused yeah, it's different. radio yeah. to be different now. But what we do here where we make everybody part of the show. We love our audience. We go out there and do events that literally, it the blueprint for all the events we do is really what radio did in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, it was different. In the man. 90s. So we're not reinventing a lot here. We're just doing radio how we love to do radio. Everybody here who's part of it wants to be part of it. And that was really created by those guys, those legends uh, in the 60s and 70s and then the 80s, obviously, too. So Jim Ladd is one of those pioneers, and we, we will miss him and you know, honor him because of everything he accomplished. Yeah, as uh, Ireland would say, was it hail fellow woman? Yeah. Yes. Oh. I'll tell you one thing, um, all those things you just said, Chris, about like doing events, I mean, really, the Mandy's, the softball game, the pickleball game, um, even just, you know, regular get-togethers at Yamava, all that pressing the flesh, that's what it's all about. And yep. that's where this industry and too many people in it kind of forgot about that. Well, that's that- kind of what I was talking about with uh, the Laker talk, where uh, the post-game Lakers show, where... You know, you got to evolve and you got to do it different ways because there's so many opportunities for you to find whatever it is you want. There, everybody has a podcast, everybody has a blog, everybody has something. It's about personality, and I know I rub people the wrong way at times. That's cool, but you know what? I'm not going to fake the funk with you. You're going to know how exactly how I feel. And one of the things, like Funch, uh, the Uber driver that we got, or the Uber Eats guy. Oh yeah, Cappy, we got a guy that calls us. Or he delivers Uber Eats. I think he's in college, and he'll just say, "Hey, man." Uh, I'll, and I'm like, you called yesterday. He's like, I'll, I'll hold. And they're like, okay, cool. Like, we're building He's, that community because we give them an opportunity to know that, hey, they're part of ESPN Radio, man. Well, there you have it. Yeah! That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And here's the final thing, and I mentioned this today during Travis and Sliwa. Hmm. When you post about hating one of us, I smile. Because <laughs> whether you're talking about Lindsay, Laura, Emily, Funch, anybody that's part of our fabric, I don't know if Funch gets a lot of hate, but that's okay. No, they get mad at me for hating yeah, on Funch. Right. But if you love us, we love you. We if are- you hate us, we love you. Because you care enough to feel exactly. something. Exactly. And that's all that matters in our business. Yeah. People that love Howard Stern listened every day. People that hated Howard Stern listened every day. Exactly. And that's what it's all about. That's so. one thing that John taught me early on when I met him in the early 2000s. He said, don't be vanilla. Right, no. Don't yeah. be vanilla. Can't do that, man. Nope. Vanilla doesn't move the needle. Nope. That's right. So speaking of moving the needle, I, I said before the break that Beto is really upset about something. Yeah. And then, Chris, I, I, you, were like, you were like, well, what's that all about? Yeah, like, well, see. Why the dead air? You know, and I thought it was very dramatic myself. Yeah, it, you were trying to pull off the, the Morales tease. It just... You left a little bit more there, man. Really? Yeah. Did I leave more? What has got you so upset between you and the circle of trust? What is the problem here with you, the circle of trust, and the post-game show, Better Duran? Uh, has nothing to do with the post-game show. I don't, the circle of trust, you know my problem with them is that they're getting on you for not going Friday. That's my issue. I don't feel like anybody's the... getting on me. About oh, my, yeah. Good thing you haven't checked. No, I don't think anybody's getting on me. I <laughs> wait, wait to delete your like, account. Yeah. Most people are like, yeah, dude, it's Friday before Christmas. So uh, nobody's home, understanding, Cappy. They're mad at really? you. Really? They are? Yeah. Like who? Like Dead Meow 5? I don't know. Whatever. I mean, that, I'm mad at him because he won't let me use his bathroom. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm driving through Koreatown. I got to go to the bathroom. I don't know where to go. I tweet Dead Me Out 5. I'm like, yo, brother, can I come over to your house and use your can? He, yeah. won't, he won't get back to me. All of a sudden, we're not best friends when I need to use his bathroom. Are people on me about Friday? Yes. Nobody's on me about Friday. Most people are very understanding. No, don't, don't look. Because it was your idea. Anyways, don't look. It was not. Now, that one was not my idea. Yeah. All right. What up, Cap? So anyway, here's what up. So, so why are you and the general arguing about the postgame show? Explain it to me. We're not. You told me earlier today, you're like, yo, there's a problem here with this postgame show. Boy, all of a sudden, you don't want to... Boy, you talk about gutless and spineless. Oh, my goodness. Uh, gutless and spineless. I see. I see. Okay. I, you Chalk it up. Cappy one, Bethel zero. Uh, never have a conversation with Scott Kaplan when you're on a fast. You yeah. said that you wanted to have this discussion on the air. I had the discussion where I praised the people I work with. 
where I said thank you to everybody I work with behind the scenes and how we're building something special, a good community of people that are calling. Uh, the usher, you know what I love, Cappy, when I go to the game and the ushers at Crypto are like, hey, I was listening, here's what I, here's what I thought was funny. This was cool. I'm like, wait, the ushers, all right, cool. Or the people who I didn't even know knew where I worked that are my friends, because a lot of them don't pay attention to me. All right, hey, man, I was listening. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, uh, my niece's husband, Riley, he and his dad went to the game the other day and they're like listening. I'm like, what the heck? You were at the game first of all, you didn't call me? Uh, and they're listening. Like, that's what I was happy about the community we're building. Because again, as Chris was saying, you can't be vanilla. You have to give an opportunity for people to interact with you, whether you like what I'm saying or whether you not like what I'm saying. My problem with the circle is that they're not really supporting me. They're not calling. I haven't heard one phone call from anybody in the circle. I just think Omar's the only one. And for being so active, I knew I know it's the end of the night. You know, I get it. But I would love to have Crypto Ray give me a call. I would love to have Casper Villa give me a call. I would love to have Bethel and Whittier call about the greasy tamales. I would love the Circle of Trust to call me. That's all. 877-710-ESPN. It'd be nice. You hear that? Miss Molly, give me a call. I know they're watching, but hey, this is the only time of the day where 710 takes callers. And I'm going to let you on. Enjoy it. So here's your opportunity. Call me. That's what my problem with the circle is, is that Crypto Ray can rally him up, but he can't rally him to give us a call. And, the, and it's free. 877-710-ESPN-3776. <laughs> That's my issue. That? All right, That's my issue. Like, right. I'm, I'm sitting here at night and like my degenerate friend, Ron the Caddy, he calls and I don't want him calling. I hang up on him all the time because he does. He just rambles. You don't like Ron the Caddy calling? I, because he's my friend, I tell him, like, dude, dude, have a take, don't suck. That's what I tell him. Oh, really? Um, and last night, he was rambling, and I hung up on him. I, I have no problem. <laughs> I have no problem hanging up on callers either. It's a privilege and an honor to be on post-game Lakers talk. Like, that's what it is. So don't, don't suck. All right, here's the thing. You've learned a golden rule in life, which is if you tell Scott Kaplan anything, and you don't want it on the radio, you right. have to preface it by Correct. saying, Cappy, this is not for air. Right. And then he, you have to say... Repeat after me. Oh, so the obvious that an adult would know not to do. Cappy's immensely talented. He's a big part of what we're doing here. Uh-huh. But he also sometimes likes to, he likes to stir it up too. And if you tell him something saucy and juicy, <laughs> he's going to take that cheese, man. Well, yeah, I did. And put it on the radio unless I, you tell him no. This morning I did say that I was uh, I, I was hurt that the, the circle doesn't call me. That's what I'll hurt There's about. more to it. No. All right, we'll get into this in a moment. There's that more to it. Because guess who's coming up in just a few minutes? Yeah. Live from Vegas, one John the Brick. I'm going to have to sit that one out. Why? I don't know anything about the Raiders. Well, they 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 knocked they got the Chargers head coach and GM fired. I'm going to sit that one out. You guys can have that one. You don't like John the Brick? No, I just don't have. I don't feel like I add anything to it. Did he it. ban you on Twitter like that one guy did to Cappy many years ago? Like, what's that guy's name? I'm not saying it. No, I, 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 I don't feel like I have anything to add to that. What's because that dude's you, name? Because you Joel guys have Thorogood a little. Or something? You guys know each other. I don't know him. I, I'm going to sit down one. I'm going to go get some tea. Really? Uh, You're going to go get tea? I think it'd be better if I don't participate in that one because I don't, I'm going to do the basic. Hey, Antonio Pierce going to keep his job? Okay, anyway. That's coming up next. <laughs> Sedano and Cap. A Tuesday afternoon in the Southland. 17. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Quarter after 5 o'clock in the Southland on a live imaging Tuesday. Sedano and Cappy. Beto in for Shan. And apparently Beto taking this segment off. Yeah, what's Cappy? the deal with that? I don't know. I think you, ra- you, you ruffled his feathers before in that last segment. I don't know what you did. But we don't have time to talk about that, sucker. Because it is time. <laughs> For the voice of the Raider Nation, when we last heard JT, 
You and I, Cappy, were in a car coming back from Yamava, mm-hmm. turning on our friends at 8.30 a.m., the home of Raiders football in the Southland, and hearing JT. This is why AM radio was meant to be this way. On a blowtorch, deliver the Lakers postgame show in celebration. And we knew that it was just hours away from something happening. And we knew then that Cappy would finally get his wish. And the head coach of the GM, bam! The Chargers pulled the trigger the next day. JT the Brick joins us now from Vegas. JT, have you are you done celebrating yet? Well, I'm just kind of offended that Beto doesn't remember me. He's going to sit this one out as I was sitting in the green room here. I, was a little, I got to get my legs back after that one. But uh, yes. Oh, uh, JT, come on, JT. Me, you, and Tom Looney in Vegas? Let's go, baby. Let's go. Uh, but I just want to. Yeah, yeah. What's up, baby? What's up, my man? First off, I, I told you for months I was a little bit ahead of it that boy blunder would get fired by the Raiders because Vic Fangio and his cap knows Nathaniel Hackett got fired, not because of the Broncos or the Chargers, because of the Raiders. And the Raiders put another one up on the board, taking out Boy Blunder in what was one of the most glorious evenings I've ever spent at Allegiant Stadium. Look, the Raiders have been bumpy. It has been up and down, fired a coach, fired a GM, fired an offensive coordinator. It happened here before that. But I'll tell you, that was as glorious as anything I've ever seen. The greatest players, the greatest games, the Hall of Famers of the Raiders, none of the ones of the past, Bolitnikov, Branch, Stabler, Plunkett, Marcus Allen, Bo Jackson, ever were a part of a team that put up 63 in the Raider Nation are coming off that one. Yeah, and I was rooting for the Raiders to get to 70 and then get past 70. Unfortunately, it didn't happen, but I loved Antonio Pierce's comments after the game. He wasn't, he wasn't calling off the dogs. You know, he got a, he got a, a job to do. And if anything, um, you know, he's saying to Mark Davis, I am a Raider. I, I, I'm a go for blood at all times, no matter what the score is, kind of head coach. So I don't know if he earned some points last week with the beatdown of the Chargers, but I would think he did, JT. Well, Cap, I'll tell you, Jason Horowitz is the voice of the Raiders. He celebrated Hanukkah like you. He likes the Hanukkah miracle. And as that was going on, it was 42 to nothing at the half. All-time Raider record. The all-time record, which I didn't know, was 45 nothing at the half. In the history of the NFL, and I talked to the voice of the Raiders at halftime, and I said, you're getting the franchise record. You're a broadcaster. Take advantage of this, because the Raiders have had some great, great broadcasters. He took over for Brent Musburger, and when he was in the booth, and there was the interception going the other way, and he made the call. It was beautiful, and the Chargers quit. And I want to just tell everyone in the Southland, because I was there, the Chargers quit. Everyone other than Khalil Mack, friend, friend of the show, everybody on that team quit. They were gutless. They were pathetic. They quit on tape. So the rest of the league will see the quitters that the Chargers were. But you got a big topic. Who's going to be the next head coach of the Chargers going forward? And that'll be a big one in the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, well, let, let's just go back to the Raiders here for a second. So the week before against Minnesota, they were shut out. The following week, they score more points than ever before in the franchise's history. How did they go from being shut out by the Vikings to this offensive and defensive explosion against the Chargers? Great question, and I'll know because I interviewed the head coach, the interim head coach on Thursday. Someone sent a message. Someone, it could have been Mark Davis, I can't confirm it. Someone sent a message that we're done with that offense. Stop it. Stop running the ball up the middle on second nine to Josh Jacobs. Stop checking down on third and eight and throw it three yards in the flat. Someone sent the message, and they were throwing past the marker. They were throwing it in the end zone, not in front of the end zone. They were hurrying up. They were coming in and out of the huddle. They weren't taking the entire play clock. There was a sense of adrenaline after the embarrassment, which probably – you know, most likely keeps them out of the playoffs. they got to win the next three and get help. But if they beat Minnesota, as I told you a couple of weeks ago, I was hoping to come on here tonight, 7-7, seven and seven, looking to go to 8-7. and seven, But the loss to Minnesota was just as ugly as the beauty of the 63 they hang, hung on the Chargers. It was brutal, and that really is the biggest loss of the year for the Raiders. So, JT, the Raiders have a break, though. So they they played this game on a Thursday night, December 14th, and then they don't play again until Monday, Christmas Day, 
at Kansas City. It'll be cold. It'll be soggy. It'll be natural grass. It'll be loud. So that's one of those situations where you're, you're pulling into hostile territory in KC, but if you want to keep your playoff hopes alive, must-win situation against a team that's not quite as good as they have been in the last couple of years. Yeah, they've had the Raiders number to the point where it's just been insanity what they've done to the Raiders. Remember, Kansas City was struggling this year when they came into Las Vegas. The Raiders went up 14 nothing, and Kansas City went 31-3 to on them. Last year in Kansas City, the Raiders were up 17 nothing. They blew five games with double-digit leads. One of them was there. Raiders, played on, Raiders play on natural grass in Vegas, uh, and they, they're ready for this game. But it's called the baby bye. I said it this year, the Raiders got screwed on their schedule. Their bye week was week 13, and then right after their bye week, they gave them another bye week. This is a full bye week. They played, as you said, on Thursday. They could have played on Saturday because they have Saturday games this week. They could have played on schedule Sunday, and they move them to Monday. So any momentum that they had, Antonio Pierce has got to get it back as they go into Kansas City. But said this last time, Kansas City's never been more vulnerable, never been more vulnerable to any team in the league, let alone the Raiders. But Kansas City just does something to the Raiders. They grab the Raider playbook out of the bottom right drawer. They run the same place to Kelsey, and the Raiders have proven that they can't stop it. So I'm just hoping Antonio Pierce gives them a new set of rules, how to guard Kelsey, how to get physical with them, and hope that it works. But for the Raiders, they just want to be in the game late in the fourth quarter because I think with Max Crosby and the rest of this defense that's played really well this year, they'll have a puncher's chance. Raiders, Chiefs, Christmas night. But, JT, you accepted me into the Raider Nation this year. I did. (laughs) You decided that you, the voice of the Raider Nation, the black hole was named after you. You said, come on in, Morales. And on Christmas night... As we all enjoy a cut, what time's the game, uh, Cappy? Is it the night game? I think uh, it's the night game. Christmas night? Uh, let see game. here. Well, that's fine. Guess what? I'll light up a cigar and a cocktail after mass on Christmas morning. And the gift better be that the Raiders beat down that scumbag, Patrick Mahomes, who's whining like a little you-know-what these days and looking to the refs every play. And then Taylor Swift crying, oh, they didn't do a flag for my boyfriend. The Raiders better annihilate the Chiefs for Raider well, Nation. You're on to something. You're on to something, and happy lit to all those who celebrate. Here's why. <laughs> Here's why. Because you remember when you had your first girlfriend or your first partner? The first Christmas or holiday was the biggest one. And the Swifties, the Swifties have been dominating the whole landscape of Kansas City. This is the first Christmas for Travis and Swifties and all them uh, with Taylor Swift. Uh, that Brittany Mahomes takes up a lot of oxygen in the room. And that she has the kid running around. So I, I look at this whole thing. I'm hoping Kansas City staying at home. Uh, Kansas City for the week leading up to it. It's very Christmassy. They're going to parties. The Swifties, are all that stuff. And, and Max Crosby's just eating raw meat, man. And he's in that hotel in Kansas City, and he can't wait to get it. And sneak up on a little Christmas carol. Sneak up on all the little Swifties and the conspiracy <laughs> theory to make Kansas City America's team and the Raider Nation unites and gets a big victory on Christmas Day. Beautiful. Beautiful. Brick, a um, little bit of a rumor. Now, Beto, you'll love this. So you know how earlier today you were saying that you found it to be a little ridiculous that Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, didn't show up to give the uh, you know the Lakers oh. their congratulations for the C. in-season oh. tournament? C, C, C. Okay. Listen to this rumor. So think about this. Chargers-Raiders get done on Thursday night. Chargers get humiliated. Next day, Friday morning, Chargers fire head coach and GM. Now, Thursday was the game. Friday was the grand opening of a new hotel resort in Vegas, and like every celebrity apparently was there. The next day, Saturday morning, a sighting of Chargers owner and wife at the local (laughs) coffee shop in this new hotel, telling me that from a timeline perspective, rather than going back to L.A. or Costa Mesa with the team and, and firing the coach and the general manager himself, the owner stayed in Vegas to party, and the coach and GM were fired by whoever was left back in Costa Mesa. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Don't I get your hands dirty. That. I was at the Fountain Blue. Dean yeah. was there. I think Dean lives in Vegas. I really do now. Dean's got a place. In Everybody Vegas. has a place, JT. Everybody but me. All, 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 
to his privacy. Good that Dean's out here helping the Vegas economy. No state taxes. You would think Dean would be here. But the issue was, yeah, he was just rolling around the fountain blue with his wife, uh, walking through the food court, uh, having a grand old time after he fired the GM and the head coach. And I, I thought it was very nonchalant of him. But look, he doesn't like losing to Mark Davis. Mark Davis doesn't like losing to him. And Dean's going to have an opportunity to show how deep his pockets are or not with names like Harbaugh and Bill Belichick out there. And I know, I know the lane I'm in right here with the Lakers. I will just tell you that that banner that said it on my Mad Dog show should be hung in El Segundo. Uh, that, that, that banner should be hung somewhere in the concourse. You know, I'm a Laker family here. My sons were born. They, the first words out of their mouth wasn't mom or dad. It was Kobe. But hanging that 7-0 and o banner up there, woo! Uh, yeah, that's not hardcore JT, man. I hang that banner on El Segundo in the back room in the training facility if it's me. I don't know, man. I, I, uh, I tried to get Jeannie Buss to, uh, to maybe, you know, try and have a parade, you know? And I said, hey, listen, you're busy. Get Jay Moore to handle it. You know? I love Jay. Jay's the best. Yeah. Jay, Jay, you like Jay Moore? Greatest comeback since Ali. I love what Jay's doing. Jay and I have a long connection. I love Jay. Uh, Not really a long connection, kind of a short connection. You know what, Kathy? You're trying to go inside on a story that doesn't matter to anybody. (laughs) This is JT time. Focus here. Focus. (laughs) All right, JT, since Cappy wants to mess around, JT, Fountain Blue, why is Jim Gray there? Jim is is a I saw that picture. uh, Jim's a massive confidant to Mark Davis and Al Davis before. I mean, massive. He's like family. And Jim will... This will get back to Jim. Jim is like on the short list in the history, history of the Davis family, other than the players. So Jim's everywhere. Really? But, oh, we know, you know Jim, Jim, Jim Gray and Al Davis and Jim Gray's dad and Al Davis, uh, they go back. Jim is a made man in Las Vegas and especially for all of our years covering boxing and yeah. Jim being there and Mark Davis loves boxing. So Jim spends a lot of time in Vegas and has got deep roots with the Raider Nation. As a matter of wow. fact, Beto, there was, there was talk right away after the firing of Josh McDaniels that uh, Mark Davis would be leaning on his consultant, Jim Gray, Come to on. talk about the hiring of a new coach. Oh, I swear to you. JT, that for real? Uh, Jim's got a lot of juice, yeah. Jim's got a lot of juice and a lot of a lot of knowledge with the history of the Raiders, and he was on the Raiders broadcast for year. I only have great things to say about yeah. Jim because no, Jim, Jim's cool. I was just wondering yeah, why he was Jim, at Fountain Blue. Put in, yeah, he, Jim's put in the years and years, not only in sports but with the Raiders. Yeah. But I'll tell you this, guys, this is a big moment, as you guys were alluding to. This is Antonio Pierce needing to cement his opportunity. Everybody knows he's going to be considered – for the head coach, not the interim head coach. Everybody knows that. Rich Passaccia won four in a row down the stretch, got the Raiders to the playoffs a few years ago, and did, was not retained. But uh, this, that could only help Antonio Pierce now as he's trying to get this gig. But Raiders still got to win. And no matter what happens, the Raiders got to finish because they have an opportunity of being above 500 now. That's important in a league where you can't be 500 anymore because it's an odd amount of games. And the Raiders after this have two other playoff teams at Indy on New Year's Eve and then Denver at home. And as much as I don't want to say, I don't want the Raiders to play spoiler. I want the Raiders to have a mathematical chance. They will not have it if they don't win at Kansas City. So a big one on Christmas. All right, there you go. JT the Brick, the voice of the Raider Nation, back on Sedano and Cap here on a lit Tuesday. And JT, thanks for uh, wishing us a happy lit because we are celebrating, just so you know. You should be. Don't be gutless. Have a safe and happy holiday. Everyone. Merry Christmas, Brick. Enjoy. Take Give care, us that guys. Raiders theme, uh, Producer D, because that is a master class on how you're a legendary broadcaster in sports radio. That was good. And you that come on good. as a guest on one of the biggest radio stations in America, and you knock it out of the park. And he also tweeted about it, promoted it, my weekly mm-hmm. hit. It's beautiful. A master class. Send that to Good Karma and let them know how great I am. Send that to Good Karma, Craig and Steve. Let them know how great I am. I always do, Brick. And Sam. You're the best, guys. See ya. Bye. There you go, Brick. Nice work out of the Brick. Chris, how do you feel about being in the Raider Nation? You were adopted earlier this season. You've maintained. I can't wait for Christmas morning. When I put on my Christmas gift to myself, Mm -hmm. a Raiders hat. A Jersey? No, no. A Raiders hat. I mean, eventually, but I'm not a big Jersey guy. A Raiders hat that I bought myself for the first mm-hmm. time in the pirate ship in the backyard with all the Raider flags or the pirate flags, but they're basically Raider flags. And I light up that padron 
on Christmas morning and pour a little tequila mandala. Always swipe right on tequila mandala. And I say Merry Christmas, Chiefs fans. Keep whining. Whining. When did the Chiefs, when did we start to hate the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. When they start whining after every, you would think you're watching right. an NBA game now. Right. And when did the NFL kind of become that? It's happening now. Yeah. And because these guys are monsters in size, every ref is like, oh, here's the flag. <laughs> you look at them and put your hands up, the flags start flying 10 seconds after a play. It's becoming ridiculous. To watch well, an NFL game, especially a prime time NFL game, yeah, and then and, the amazing right. thing is, we'll get through the playoffs. There'll be controversial calls, and come Super Bowl Fifty Eight in Vegas, you won't see one flag. Well, the referees, all you notice now, are in good shape. I mean, the guys who are the head referees, they've all got guns now. Everybody wants to be like that old school guy, Ed Hockley. Yep, and, well, and his son's one of the best ones out there. And everybody wants San to Diego be on Finest. TV. Everybody wants to be on TV. Ah, uh, they were told to get in shape. Well, work the guns and then throw tons of flags so you can get on TV. Yeah. All right, listen, Radio Tinder is coming up next, but before we get there, let me talk about prize picks for a second. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Prize Picks has a... 25 minutes in front of 6 o'clock on a live imaging Tuesday. Radio Tinder time. We like to play a TV theme. Of course, we love Tony Danza. He's part of the fabric of this history of the show. But you know that happy fiftieth birthday, Fitty, to Alyssa Milano. Really? She, of course, became a star on Who's the Boss. Yeah. You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram, and I don't know why I just said that because Fudge is here. But <laughs> happy birthday, Fudgy! Yeah, baby. Sitting in for producer Lindsay. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Life changing tequila, founded in the city of Downey. Just like me, Man, Tony Danza, former pro boxer. Yeah, yeah. Who did he play for in that t- in that show, Cappy? What team did he play for? Uh, the straight team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which team did he play for. What are you doing, man? The St. Louis Cardinals. Remember, he was a retired baseball player. No, I didn't actually. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Alyssa Milano was also in the TV show Charmed for many years. Take it away, Fidis, if I just... Please. Thank you, Christopher. Got some news on that uh, Alyssa Milano on Charmed uh, today that came out on the news. Uh, what happened? She, um, apparently, Alyssa Milano was the one that got Shannon Doherty off the show. Really? That was the rumor. The big no. Rumor. Yes. Oh, that was known years ago. Yeah, I didn't know that. But the other girl on the show confirmed it today. Oh, on, yeah, we on got one of her podcasts. Really? Yeah. All oh, these okay. years later? Yeah, yeah. Because okay. Shannon Doherty was... Uh, that, she got herself uh, booted off Dino 210, too. Yeah, she got a lot of shows. She was a problem, but I didn't know Alyssa Milano and her had beef. Yeah, well, she wanted to be top dog. Brenda from uh, Brenda Walsh. Mm-hmm. Right. Take it away, baby. Thank you, Christopher. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this is not going to be a swipe left, swipe right. This is going to be just a straight uh, question. And then I opened our first restaurant in Idaho last week in the city of Meriden, where the wait was over eight hours. Oh, it's a long time for a double-double. I know, man. Yeah, really? All right, guys, I'm going to ask you just what was the longest wait you waited for some food that you really wanted? Cap. <laughs> um, I know you waited. I know you wait a long time. Because he steals people's food while he's waiting. That's why. Well, I did steal that guy's pizza at the bar that uh-huh. night. That's right. uh-huh. I did steal that guy's pizza. Uh-huh. I listened. Um, I can't say I've waited that long because, Funch, listen, if I go to an In-N-Out and I see how long the line is, I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm not getting it. I mean, I'm just going to bail on it. Right. But I have waited. I, I will tell you, I have waited 30 minutes in an In-N-Out line. And it's interesting you mentioned that Idaho, uh, you know, the brand new one, because yeah. my daughter goes to school in Boise, and I guess it's not too far away. And she's like, Dad, they're opening an In-N-Out here. And then she called me. She's like, I'm going to go to In-N-Out in Boise. I'm going to check it out. And then she told me, she's like, the lines are like eight hours. I'm not sitting around for eight hours. Who sits in a line for eight hours to get a burger? People in Idaho that moved from California, because there are a lot of people that moved there over the last couple of years. They're better off flying back to California and just having <laughs> in and out and flying back to Boise. Yeah, you got to wait 30, 40 minutes once you get exactly. back. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, for me, how long am I going to wait? I don't. The thing is, if you go to In-N-Out, you know the line's going to be there. 
and you know what you're up against. You know you're going to have a 20 minute wait, and they usually move you quick, man. Yeah, cool. You just chill in the car, puff yeah. the dragon, you're fine. Here's what, here's what I like about In and Out. No matter what, what you order, you get hungry by the time you get it, Chris. Exactly. But your order is going to be right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I give them credit for. That's why I wait because I know they're going to get it right. They are so committed to quality. Our friends, our partners at In and Out, that's what a hamburger is all about. I, I think it's standard now. Unless you're going. At an off time, which really the only off time is when they first open, mm-hmm. or maybe right before they close. Or the right at before ten they o'clock close in the morning. Packed. Yeah, you're gonna wait at least thirty minutes, and and anything over that, sometimes I'll pass. And mine, the one like five minutes from my house, the Ball Road one, mm-hmm. that now they do the three lines. Yeah, and that wow. when I see the three lines, I go home because I'm like, yeah, it's it's gonna take forty five minutes. Do you guys so, mind going inside? Uh, sometimes I will I go yeah, inside. Yeah. I don't mind going line. inside. I don't mind going inside. Bathrooms are usually nice and clean. Yeah, so yeah. you know I can make my order, hit the head. And then be waiting for my order to come out. There's that one off Avery Parkway, um, off the in, five. like the Dana Point area. Yeah, you know, and it's got the double line, but you can't really go inside because there it's really just a pure takeout place. That's the one I like. That's to stop one of the at. older ones. Yeah, because they don't build them like that anymore. I like that one. There's one in Brea like that. That's just the drive-through. Yeah, got to take that in Baldwin Park, the original. Yeah. Yeah, Captain. Some heat into six two six. All right, uh, six two six. You got six two six heat. You got six two six heat. I, I used, no, I you used, do. I used to have six two six heat. Not anymore. Captain, I got no heat. They'll love you. They'll love you in six two six. I got no heat. All I got is walking Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> you put the picture of Chewy up in your studio yet? No. I got to post the Christmas card. Punch, save us. Go All right, guys. On, Punch, take um, over the show, please. You guys know the band Fish? Fish. Yeah. yeah. Fish. I know Cappy knows them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're heading for the, to I'm the right Sphere. I'm right there with you, DeAndre. I'm like, huh? <laughs> uh, no, they're heading for the, to the Sphere. It's with the PH, huh? DeAndre. Yeah, yeah DeAndre was like, what? PH? about to throw up signs. Yeah. Is this like I, Dave, Dave hey, Matthews Can I tell style? you all something, too? Like, a couple commercial breaks ago, I went. I asked DeAndre, do you guys, you know who Fish is? No. And he's like, who? They're a jam band, dude. Yeah. Yeah, jam was, band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. fish. P H I S H from Vermont. Nope. <laughs> you know the uh, no the Ben and Jerry's. Favorite? How do you know this? Well, first of all, they're going to the Sphere, and they sold out like in less than six minutes. They right. sold eighty thousand tickets in six minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, Again, you know, are they like a Dave Matthews kind of? They're, no, they're no. like they're like the Grateful no. Dead. Yeah, basically. they're Grateful Dead. Yeah. Type. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's no, like a bunch of people that follow them from show right. to show. Oh. And, they'll you know, sell out the Greek. They'll they sell out lit, big venues. They'll get lit Dude. at the shows yeah. and everything. That's anybody why. who followed the Grateful Dead was looking for what's next, and Fish was what's next. That's some so, old people right here, bro. So, <laughs> Funchy, you say. So, where are we going with this one? They're, they, uh, they, you know, they they're going to the Sphere. They're they're selling seven hundred dollars tickets right now as we speak. Oh, Is there any band that you would pay that insane money at the Sphere for? Seven hundred? Yeah, seven hundred. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> swipe left or swipe right? <laughs> swipe all the way. Nope. <laughs> you wouldn't pay seven hundred dollars to see a, somebody. I won't pay a hundred bucks to see anybody. Really? I'm with. I'm, no, with I'm not a music. Really? I'm not a music guy. I'm not a music guy. I have Kappy, no. Pa- you just asked for free thousand right. dollar tickets. That's Look, right. I'm not a music <laughs> guy. That's I would go. I would. I just wouldn't pay for it. Like, uh, actually, no. I paid to see Theaters and Norte. That was, I think, I paid one twenty-five for that. What? That uh, goes way beyond the budget. Uh, yeah, but they're <laughs> worth it. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a big music guy. So that's my problem. I'm not thinking I'm gonna go and spend that much money on people because it's not just like the seven hundred. You're not buying one ticket. You're buying two. Right. That's you know, that's a lot well, of money. You're gonna make your breezy pay then. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if you're gonna make her pay, then you shouldn't be going with her. No, no. Make your breezy pay for both. Well, yeah, that's why. Yeah, I, that's and why you get, I get, and you get drinks that night. That's why I like the sugar. No, the please. drinks are probably more expensive. <laughs> right. That's like that lady you met at the bar that night. Oh, will you stop bringing that up? It was I the mean, summer. She was an older lady. She was like eighty years old. She was. <laughs> did, did, but 60. did she have a country club membership? I don't know. Oh, then forget it. She could have paid for both of those fish tickets. Nah, you no, know that, that's too much. I, I'm going to tell you something right now. To answer your question, though, I probably go the most for me by two fifty for something. Would you ever go to Coachella? No. No? no, I only wouldn't go because I know I'd die there. Uh, <laughs> I never make it home. <laughs> I wouldn't go. I'm with you, Morales. Because it's uh, too much standing. I'm in my 40s yeah. now. I need to sit, yeah, and even it, the VIP is. isn't like the VIP. And you got to pay, pay, pay. Yeah, yeah, no, it, no. It, is, it is a lot of standing. But I'm telling you, it, it's a, it's a good environment. I'll like, tell you right the now. Uh, event they had recently, Doctor Stadium, Best Seven Food, Mucho, where a bunch of like Spanish bands were playing. I probably would have gone to that. Mm. But even then, though, the standing around stuff, I'm I'm done with that, man. Now that Bunching. final day of the concert. Either stagecoach or Coachella would yeah. be like Sharon Stone at the end of Casino for me. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be it. Yeah. Funchy, I'm swiping left on Fish, by the way, at the Sphere. As much as I loved you two at the Sphere, I've seen Fish one time. 
And it was I knew because it. I knew it, Cappy. It was because I oh, had a breezy. Right? <laughs> I had a breezy, and she wanted to see. There's fish. no breezies that fish. It's no, like, no, oh, lots of breezies. Oh, they bro, are, no, 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 breezies. no, 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 no. Oh, I promise you. I heard. No, that's you I don't heard. call it like the, the girl you take to fish is not called the breezy. You're right. Oh, that's my date. No, it's kind of more <laughs> like you would call Vermont? her. You would call her like hippy dippy. Yeah, they're they're more. Right. They're, you know, oh, they're, they're a little yeah. granola. They're, oh, right. yeah. no, they're, so, they're definitely not breezies. So listen, I was seeing this girl. Hair. I, was seeing, <laughs> I was seeing this girl. This is like pretty much like I'm pretty. This is like right out of divorce. Right, and I'm seeing Google this girl. This. And she said, fans. hey, she said, I want to go see fish at Madison Square Garden on New Year's Eve. So, of course, like you're saying, tickets are really expensive. So I had to call somebody. Hey, King, need a couple of tickets. MSG fish New Year's Eve. Got you. No problem. Went, acted like I loved it, didn't, didn't know one song. I could appreciate the jamminess of the band. Okay, but if you go to the Grateful Dead or you go to Dead and Company, you know a hundred songs. Fish fans, yeah. uh, their friends, Kenny Rogers, Bruce, Danny DeVito, and Tom Hanks. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. They got a big following, man. I got to be honest with you guys, and fish fans don't, don't hate. I'm just not into it. Pepe texted Pepe Matia, the voice, mm-hmm. Spanish voice of your Los Angeles Lakers. He'd pay for the Rolling Stones. I don't know. If I've I've paid a lot for Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen Springsteen a lot. I've paid a lot for Bolton, who I've seen a lot too. So I don't mind paying if it's a great experience. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't pay seven hundred dollars for fish, but I'm not into fish. Yeah, me neither. Funchy, there ain't no Mexican that fish, man. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I think they might. be. Uh, I'm looking at Google funchy, images. Tell no, Funch. What? Lots of hermanos y hermanas. No. Yes, a pescado. <laughs> There's a lot of they, slaters. They call there. it pescado. Slater. <laughs> yeah. Slater. It's pescado. Slater. No. All right, there you go. There's Radio Tinder. Thank you, guys. Made Chris possible House. by our friends at Tequila Mandava. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandava. Award-winning small batch premium sipping tequila. Made from the finest mature agaves. Available wherever fine tequilas are sold. Or visit tequilamandava.com. Up your game and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandava. And I'm going to say this one more time. It's December 19th. We are six days away from Christmas. Jeez. You want something that's going to blow that tree up for somebody? Mm-hmm. When you hand them that and you put that gift under the tree, and it is the extra anejo Tequila Mandava, Ooh. here's what you got to do. You got to go to Bevmo or Total Wine or more, or wherever you buy high, you know, high spirits. You know what I mean, top shelf. Mm-hmm. And you say, "Listen, sucker, I know you got the extra anejo locked up in the back. You don't want to put out the bottle because it's so stinking beautiful that somebody's going to come in here and steal it. But I want it." Jeez. <laughs> and you say, "Give me life changing tequila and give that gift." This Christmas season, holiday season, or maybe for New Year's Eve, right, uh, Cappy? Absolutely. Tequila Mandala. Oh, right. Cappy, we're going to clean up this 5 o'clock hour when we come back? I think we are, and I'm going to tell you how we're going to do it. You know, DeAndre just said something very interesting, that he doesn't mind standing at a concert for all that time. And Chris, you said you don't want to stand. But there's a reason that DeAndre can and we don't want to. I'm going to explain what that means. Are you talking Coming about right the video? Back. Yeah, the video. Oh, not the video. The video. The video. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes! 11 minutes in front of 6 o'clock. Live Imaging Tuesday on Sonata and Cappy. Tis the season. Oh, yeah. Classic on, right man. here. I don't know where you're at. Those, those bookies right here, Cappy. You got the jacket. This is Navidad sin ti. Christmas without you right here, man. I feel like Woo! I'm a young kid again sitting at Mexico 1900 in Whittier. Oh, Eat some chips and salsa, but they they, had the, they would bring me out the the mild salsa because I couldn't handle it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, you know, like a fish fan. You gotta have the mild salsa. Well, I was yeah. a kid. No, like I I showed DeAndre this video, right, Buki? Yeah. Like, DeAndre, your reaction when you saw what he looked like with that hair, that perm. Now that's a man's man right there. He's looking mighty smooth. I ain't gonna lie. Producer D bringing the heat. Yeah, those bookies right there. Everybody in Coachella Valley, man, all those moms know Saturday morning when they're cleaning, they're listening to those bookies. Aye. They for sure are. <laughs> so, producer D is bringing the heat. Earlier this morning, I'm kind of hanging around, you know, oh, and my Uh-oh. phone buzzes. Uh-oh. My phone buzzes. And uh, producer DeAndre here, he's a pretty big guy. I'd say he's about 6'2", probably about 220. Everywhere he goes, people are like, yo, man, who you play for? And he's like, yeah. I, 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 no, no, they don't. They do so. They, they might say, hey, who do you play for? Oh, no, boy. People, people say it the way I said it. All right. Like, yo, dog, who you play for? Right? Fudge, you don't think people say it like that? No, man. <laughs> really? It just, depends on what city you in. Yeah. <laughs> they're not doing it in La Jolla. No, man. No, in La Jolla, they're, they're, do, they're doing something else. Yeah. 
So, so DeAndre, 6'2", 220, looks like he could be playing strong safety in the NFL. That's yeah. right. You know, right, DeAndre? Oh, that's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. he could be playing for his Philadelphia Eagles. They could have used that defensive help last night. <laughs> oh, that, too know? soon, man. Too soon, huh? <laughs> so this morning, producer DeAndre sends me a text of him doing squats in the gym. Well, to be fair, he mm-hmm. sent it to our group chat, the, the group mm-hmm. chat which yes. includes shit out of Lindsay, myself, and you. So he didn't just send it to you. Don't make it weird. Do they normally send videos of you guys working out? Or well, no. Here's the bit. Last week, thank you, Chris, for D, explaining. Yeah, of course, <laughs> producer D said he was squatting with four plates or three plates, whatever it was. Okay. And Cappy's like, "Oh no, get out of here!" And he questioned it. Well, producer D sent a video today that confirms how many plates were on there. D about three plates on both sides. So how, many, those, how much was that? Is that 315? 315. Those, those are 45-pound plates on each side? Of course, man. Come on, man. Those aren't get those, those, here, those, those rubberized, you know, 25-pounds uh, that they look like 45-pound plates. Come on, Come on, man. man. Come on, dog. Look at you being a hater. You're acting like yeah, a Mexican man. hating everything right now. Don't be a Come hater. Man, man. You're rubbing off on me, better. Man. I thought you wouldn't be hating like this, yeah. man. Now, Congratulate. Now, here's the thing. We cannot post this, DeAndre, without your approval in the circle of trust. Nah, yeah. don't do it. Don't do it. Don't get but involved. I'm don't get say, involved with these people, if man. You post Stay this, above it. Stay above it. If you it. post this from this angle, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to have a lot of new followers <laughs> yeah. this is, this is from exactly, either side of the ledger, frankly. Right. That's right. Which team does she play for? Right? Or which team did Tony Danza play for? I didn't know the answer to that one. The Cardinals. There's, well, let me tell you something right now. DeAndre, DeAndre no. here's my issue with the video that you sent. No. What's wrong with it? Here's my issue. No, you th- there's nothing st- wrong with it. It's how they act. You could you're fine. That's what I'm saying. You're good. That's what exactly Damn. what I'm saying. It's you esto sucios. <laughs> you couldn't set the camera in front of you. No. You had to set the camera behind you. Because he probably put it okay. in front of a water bottle, and that's the only angle he can get, man. Exactly, He's by himself exactly. working out. I, I no, man. It, I, I'm not like one of those that carries a tripod or records every single workout I'm doing. It's just, you know, the moment I, I came to my mind, I was like, oh, you know, Cap was talking a little He's bit. He's not an influencer like that at the gym. Holy oh, no, this out. video would influence. Oh, big time. <laughs> Big time. DeAndre, say no. Yeah, I, I mean, it's fine. So what are, I mean, Dave, are, you gonna, are you going to post it in the community? Oh, no. I'll post it. Why no, not? Why not, no, man? No. Why not? You know, because why they're going to analyze everything. Oh, your shoes are dirty. Okay, the lace is untied. Oh, that shirt doesn't match the... Like, just I guarantee you, some of them will not be noticing the shoes. Yeah. It's I mean, an interesting DeAndre. angle, D. It's an DeAndre, interesting right. angle. In other words, DeAndre, DeAndre, okay, DeAndre got a, he's Becky back there, right? He's, he's all right. He's all working. I'm trying to say is this. Next time you shoot a video of you squatting one rep at 315, very impressive, okay? I mean, next time you do it, if you could give us the frontal angle rather than well, the caboose those, angle. Wait a minute, in, the, in those shorts, I don't no, know if the frontal angle You don't angles. want that, Kaplan. Yeah, does. Look, man, this, I'm <laughs> telling you, I don't, I don't, I don't, those, those are short stop. shorts. Those are short shorts. I don't know if the front angle is what we want to see. Maybe you do, Cappy, but... They're not short. It's just his thighs are big because he squats 315, man. Yeah, he's got big thighs. <laughs> Dejalo, man. Just- That's a drop, by the way. You can mark that. I'll tell you right now, dude, that angle is kind of gross. No, you talking is kind of gross. I did not need to see that angle. Have you shown So why that- bring it up? Have you sent the video to Rachel yet? I haven't. And you know what she would say? <laughs> Have him go and shoot it in the front. <laughs> Have him go shoot it frontally, not rearly. Here, here, Cap, I'm going to send you a video of me squatting, okay? Okay, let me see what you got. <laughs> All right, let me hear it. Let's How much you squat, got? Huh? like a bunch of How guys setting videos of squats to each other. I, I'm, I'm 45. Man. I don't need to be going heavy like okay. you. Okay, um, I hear you. Just I hear two you. plates, that's it. I hear you. Really? 225, huh? Yeah. How much you squat, Cap? That's a real question. Boy, hey, Cap, you, you got some big legs, though. DeAndre, what's I, going on? I haven't done any squatting in a long time, man. You know, I don't want to hurt my back. You yeah, know, just on four you. to seven. I don't want to strain. I don't want to strain my back. You know. <laughs> well, he doesn't really strain himself four to seven. We carry him. I don't want to get hurt. You know, I got to put on a weight belt. You know, maybe got to wrap my knees a little bit. Then oh, maybe man. I got to be like LeBron before. You should be squatting over fifty, man. There's no need for that. <laughs> yeah, you know how LeBron before a game he takes the powder and he puts it up in there. I gotta, I gotta use powder on my hands. Yeah, Greco Roman over here. Oh, I gotta yeah, get those, and then, man. Hey, DeAndre. Uh-huh. I mean, and then I think Beto's right. I don't think you should post this in the circle because, as Chris will tell you, no, just keep sending it to Kaplan every morning. <laughs> as Chris will tell you, last week. Chris and I shot a video in the gym at the East Central, and Chris, I see that you stayed in the Wayne Gretzky Great One Room I last did. night. I did. Should inspire some better ice skating out of you. But Chris and I shot a video in the gym at the East Central, and Chris is is you know like in front of the camera, and I'm behind him, and I'm just doing some arm curls. And the next thing you know, I'm getting criticized by everybody that my form sucks. Right. Mm-hmm. Like guys, we were doing a bit. Okay. Mm, you were. No, I think Cappy knows how to lift. Have you? Cappy's got solid arms. 
For his right for here. his age, Cappy's an in shape guy. No yes, guy. he is. He looks good for his age. For for his age, not for like in general. No, but for his age. Because if you were thirty five looking like that, you'd be. Be stopping so sensitive. Yeah. No, it's true. If I was thirty five and I looked like this, I'd be an animal. You know. But at fifty three, you know, not so bad. You look so young. Not horrible. You look not young terrible. for fifty three. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, pretty good, man. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate that. I tell you that all the time when you're over there. Uh, fishing for compliments like, how oh, I'm so fat. Like, no, you're not, man. Just stop. But I am. All right. This is At a least... tough week for me because Cappy hasn't come up here. Mm-hmm. Chewy the dog's in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm lonely over here at the East Central by myself. See, this is why you got to import, import heat from Riverside. No heat today. You're done with heat. Done with heat, man. I just need to sleep. <laughs> and no more heat. All right. Well... We will, uh, we will let you sleep tonight. You see that? See, I'm not going to take you out drinking. I'm not going to take you bouncing around. I'm not going to take you to your favorite pubs around downtown L.A. I'm not going to go for a walk with you late at night. You're going to just go back to the room, and you're going to go to sleep. Are you staying at the East Central tonight? I am. Okay. And no heat at all? No heat. All right. Well. It's holidays, man. Heat doesn't get imported. Yeah, that, that's- People spend, stay at home, you know, they got company parties. Yeah, it's, not, it's a whole thing. That's what I tried to explain to everybody about it's a whole Friday, thing. but nobody listens to me. No, uh, the COT will be there Friday, and so will I. Yes, and you should be there between 4 and 7. You should set up a piece of equipment, you should plug into a dartboard, and you should broadcast from there. No, Chris should take the day off and just enjoy himself with yeah, the COT. Yeah, maybe that too. Or how guy, about if you've been, spineless animal? been grinding him all year long, man. I yeah, think I have grinding. Like DeAndre in a, in a uh, squat rack. Right. Like DeAndre <laughs> in short shorts. Yeah. Right. How short are those shorts, Dude, man? Dude, they're ridiculous. It's they're like John not. Stockton shorts. They go to his knees just when Seriously. he squats. Like, just, no, it's like Matt exactly Johnson shorts, in the oh, those, those are thigh huggers, man. <laughs> this guy wearing thigh huggers around. This guy saying, look at me. Don't do it, man. Look at me from the back and the front. Dude, I'm telling you right now, that back angle, that that, that was just what, not what an attractive angle. Here? Just not a good angle. All right, Laker talk tonight. Uh Lakers talk is coming up at 7 uh, o'clock with Thank Sleep. you. Please. I do think we should post this post video. video. No. You post the video, D, from you in the COT. Just stop talking. <laughs> I got stop. you. I'll okay. post it. I'll but post let's it. post it in the next five minutes so we can talk about it. I got That's you. how radio works. I got yeah. you. Sounds this way good. everybody knows what we're no. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about a 24-year-old dude squatting 315 and how you're in love. Well, that's still pretty good. No, it's solid. When I was 24, I was, I was probably squatting three. Oh, really? Oh, I used to squat like crazy. Ooh. Then it all... It... And then he'd go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> all right, stick around. Top of the hour. We're going to clean it up. What we all need to know is right around the corner. It's a lit Tuesday, Chris Morales.